was so tempted to listen to the whole lot, uh, but Matt wouldn't let me. Uh, welcome to the Naked Football Show again this week, and uh, my guest is, as uh, the aforementioned, Mr. Matt Makin. How are you, Matt? Hi, uh, GB. I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me back on. An absolute delight. Quite soon afterwards, but there is a good reason for it, isn't there? Yes, there is. I've come to talk about Turnstile Blues. <laughs> yes, indeed. And... Um, Turnstile Blues is for those who... Actually, you can do all this, can't you? You probably know it better than I do, so... <laughs> so, Turnstile Blues, independent Ipswich Town fanzine. We we started it as a one-off, I think. I think we're on our, I think it was our 10th anniversary this year, actually. And uh, this is now issue 24 of what was originally a one-off uh, Ipswich Town fanzine. So, how many years has it been going? I think 2012 was when we, gave, when we put the first one out, if memory serves. Um, back in then, there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a kerfuffle about one of our sellers and trying to be moved on by uh, club employees, which uh, end up, end up running on the East Anglian's website. So we've come a long way. Yeah, we've come a long indeed. way. Um, so we've got a new issue coming out this Saturday uh, before the Burton Albion game. Um, it'll be on sale um, outside Portman Road from one thirty p.m. Sellers normally around near Sir Alf, Sir Bobby. Um, the beat now as well, and also um, floating around up and down um, around the North Stand and along the Cobbold Stand. Only a pound still, um, and we've got a good, as usual, we've got a good mix of uh, funny, uh, irreverent articles and some serious stuff. Um, uh, the main piece I, I was involved in uh, for this issue was uh, an interview with Blue Wilson and Bonnie Horwood from ITFC Women. I got to sit down with them a few weeks ago over Zoom, uh, have a good chat with them about life playing for Ipswich Town Women and, and their careers and uh, their inspirations and their aspirations. Um, we've got some pieces in there. Um, uh, Rob Freeman has looked at the early days of Kieran McKenna's tenure and uh, Steve Moore has likewise done an obituary of uh, Paul Cook's time in charge at town. Um, we've also got a really good piece from Stu Headingsworth about um, the, the increase in the cost of going to games on a regular basis. Um, uh, um, another piece from Grant Bage um, around uh, why we kneel and referring back obviously to the, the, the tragic death of Dalian Atkinson um, uh, we've also got um, so a, a guest contributor Mr Stu Market um, who gives us his uh, review of the 1991-92 season no, you're going to tell me that's not his real name is it I, I, uh, yeah it's, it's very very <laughs> much a uh, a, a uh, What's the uh, word I'm looking for? Uh, pen name. A pen definitely, name. Yeah, definitely be, a pen yeah. name. But uh, no, no idea where he's from either. But uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, and also, Stu, in addition to his piece on the cost of football, has done uh, uh, a lovely ode to the, the oft-missed giant puddle uh, when you play football with your mates. Giant puddle? Giant puddles. Playing yeah. football near giant puddles. It's a very, very good read. So all in all, a fair bit of content in there. Um only a pound. Um, the the last few issues, well, in fact, probably the last two and a bit seasons worth, including before COVID, we've sold out on day one. So come and find us as soon as you can. We'll be in the Greyhound before the match as well, and we're hoping we'll have some copies of the fanzine there before we head down to the ground to sell. So if you see any of us at the Greyhound, we'll probably be ensconced in one of the pods at the back of the garden. Um I don't know where the car park's gone there now, do you? Well, I don't tell Steve Foster about that because he'll no, get furious. No, no. I keep asking Dan, but he just gives me funny looks. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be we'll be there um, 
before the match as well um, and we will as usual have a few copies uh, available um, over the internet as well on, on eBay we'll be tweeting the details out of that in due course so you say um, you sell out do you not do you not think of just getting a few more or was that impossible is that hard to do to sort it, of work we, out it, it's if I think if we ran more copies we then have to look about maybe putting the price up and we we're don't really put keen, any more out. No, we're really keen to keep it at a pound and make it accessible for everybody. Um, unfortunately, it's cash only on sales. So, um, like I said, yeah, we will have a few available online, but on the day, it uh, is cash only. I'm afraid. Oh, blimey, I can't remember the last time I used cash since the since this uh, pandemic. So much easier, isn't it? Cashless society. Yes, I know. I have to. I'll have to make sure I remember to uh, draw some cash out so I can get a little float for change. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the thing, isn't it? That's, <laughs> that's the, the trick. Yeah. That's the big no, one. Normally, I'd have a few pre-COVID. I'd have a few coins kicking around somewhere I could uh, scrape a float yeah. together with. But I'll have to make a specific trip to the uh, hole in the wall. Yeah. Between now and I'll Saturday, see if I can sure. find a pound coin if I can remember what they look like mm. and bring it down. Cool. Um, any more to add on the on the fanzine front? No, no, just hope people come down and buy it. I hope people enjoy it. We, we always get some nice feedback. It's always nice to come down and it's say hello. A good, always a good read. I'll second that, definitely. Thank you, thank always, you. Very, very always. kind of you. Checks in the post. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, look, a free uh, magazine. No, I, I insist I always pay for it and I continue he to does, do he so. Does. I, can, I can confirm. <laughs> um, right, on to the meat of the, uh, the, the football itself. What have you made of it? So I, far, and I, since I suppose we'll go to, we can forget the Paul Cook era, can't we? So oh, please, since please McKenna do. took over, <laughs> since McKenna took over, yeah, yeah. So I think I think last time I came on, McKenna had just been appointed, I think, hadn't he? So I don't even know if we played any games at that point. I can't remember. I have to check the diary. But I I've been enjoying it. Um, I mean, six wins, one draw, two losses. Mm. You know, it it's promotion form. If if we had that form from August it would be promotion form it oh yeah um, it, it's made the season a little bit more enjoyable um, it's nice to see us winning ugly which I think probably the, the three home games that we've played and won under McKenna and none of them have been um, exactly adverts for League One in that in that regard particularly the Gillingham game which was not an easy 90 minutes to sit through but we probably would have lost that game a few months ago. Well, there is that, and, and I've said this a couple of weeks ago or last week, I can't remember. Um, the, the Gillingham game, we could have been two or three down before we scored. Uh, Wimbledon away, you know, again, we could have been two or three down before we scored. And it does, yeah, you say um, we would have lost that under Paul Cook maybe, but we did ride our luck a lot of the time. And you do start to think, well, you know, is McKenna all he's shaped up to be having said that you look at the game last week where we could have won it even though you know both teams the amount of possession was quite amazing I remember the first I, I kept the phone looking at the possession stats for no reason other than you can and uh, first like 20 minutes it was like 70 possession 70 percent to to um, MK Dons by the end it completely turned round, and yeah. you know we had about uh, sixty-five to fifty-five or something like that, or forty-five, isn't it? Sorry, my math is a bit crap, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah, and we didn't actually really look like losing that game, so I'm hoping at least turn the tide because I do want do think that we may. Well, I mean, we could have lost the Sheffield game as well, but four or five nil, you know, it was, we were awful, yeah. and, uh, and just hope he has turned the corner because it's. 
we've got the points, as you say, and the wins um, out of six, four, four out of six, or whatever. But uh, not always been convincing up until fairly recently. So I'm, I'm, I'm like I said to you in the green room, or well, over a, a pint of gin, that um, I'm slightly worried about Saturday because Burton are no mugs, are they? They're not, and they they had a good win. Last yes. night, I believe, as Bottom, well. Yeah. Um, I, I pegged this one, and actually I pegged last Saturday for a draw when I was asked for my February predictions. Um, um, yeah, I had Saturday. No. Um, yeah. I think, it, from what I, I did, on principle, didn't set foot in Stadium MK on Saturday. From what I can understand, it sounded like it was sort of a good game almost where, where two good teams cancelling each other out. Each, Pretty much. Each, each manager both said they thought their side shaded it, so yeah. that probably that tells a story in itself. Um, and I had, I've, I've got, yeah, Burton, they're always a tough physical team to break down. I went to that Burton game at home last season when the, that brief period where you could get up to 2,000 fans into Portman Road on a dreary Tuesday night in December and uh, the weather wasn't good and we went 1-0 up, which was wonderful, great. I haven't seen a goal live for months and then bang, you know, go down the other end and equalise. And yeah, we won it in the end, but it was a it was a tough slog. I'm expecting another tough slog this weekend I think McKenna is still sort of finding sort of his best system really um, I like that he's been true to his word and we're not completely wedded to a rigid formation which was one of Paul Cook's failings mm. that we'd try 4-2-3-1 if that didn't work then we'd try 4-2-3-1 and if that didn't work he always had 4-2-3-1 in reserve <laughs> yeah. um, and uh Whatever he had, he had to have the one. (laughs) The one had to be there. He was a man. He was a man of commitment. We'll give him that much. But um, we do seem to sort of change our shape um, slightly, and I won't give too much away from Rob's article because he touches on this actually about McKenna. But um, whether we're attacking or defending, the shape adjusts. Um, Players seem to sort of. One thing I do like is players seem to know their role and what they're doing. Um, we've had that consistent back three throughout, despite mm. obviously a bit of rotation further up the pitch, and I think that's that's starting to show its benefits. And I think and if you told me that Danassian was potentially nailed on for player of the season, yes, I know. if you told no. me that when he got hooked off against AFC Wimbledon a couple of seasons ago, I mean, I, yeah. I will put my hands up and thought that's his Ipswich Town career done because yeah. he looked he looked like a deer in the headlights by Town Corner. He's been absolutely pulled this way and yeah. that in that game, and he's come on. To, and I'm quite happy to be uh, wrong on Genoi. He's done really well, and I think Wolfington. I was going to bring Wolfie up, but you've yeah. just done it. So he's quietly for for all the plaudits Danassian's getting, rightly so. Wolfington's quietly. Yeah. He's showing the player that we all know he could be. And yeah. I think for me, certainly, that was a lot frustrating. Certainly, and as much as I don't want to agree with Paul Lambert on things, I could see why Paul Lambert was getting frustrated with him that he potentially he possibly wasn't living up to his mm. potential. Um, and I think probably having Edmondson with those two has helped massively because I know he's been prone to the old error or two in, mm. under McKenna, but he's generally been good, solid, probably. I, I say arguably one of the best signings that was made in the I think, um I think in fairness to Edmondson, he's possibly, he hasn't didn't really make any mistake under Paul Cook, but then again, he didn't have to do what um, McKenna's asking him to do is no, to drive forward into an empty out, space. He's stepping out with the ball. And so it's, it's risky football, but it's much... Better football to watch, isn't yeah. it? When you think and uh, yeah. yeah, and talking about sitting in the empty space, I thought Morsi was superb on Saturday. Again, yeah, it's great I, to have him back. Yeah, I, I think it's important to note that 
we had four games out of those nine where we've got oh, yeah. six wins and a draw without Morsey. And I, I won't yeah. comment on the nature of the suspension, but we we missed Morsey yeah, in the yeah. middle. Um, Backinson, whereas I think he's got potential, I don't see what he offers over Harper. And we've sent Harper out on loan. Yes, only for we've... Harper to be dropped last night by Crew, I believe. Was he? I don't think he started last night. Um, so that's a weird one. I, isn't that, it? that does seem a bit of a weird one that we've got back into now on a try before you buy. When I don't, I don't see what he offers over Raheem Harper. Really, no. Um, I, I feel a bit sorry for Ky Jelly as well, Kane Vincent Young, mm. because um, you know he's been pushed into almost third choice down that left side now, and it, although he's primarily right sided, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I I never liked doing that left side, but no. I'm, I'm 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 very much in the Dave Diamond camp of I don't like a left foot, a right footed player on the left hand side. If you, yeah, Unless his name is Mauricio Tarico, of course. Yeah, well, there's always exceptions to every rule, <laughs> yeah. Graham. But uh, I, 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 I didn't t- KVY. I wasn't overly keen with him out there, and I think almost he might rue that Bolton game at home where he he got hooked quite early, yeah, yeah. got a yellow card, gave away a penalty, he was on the verge of getting himself sent off, and he really struggled to yeah. get back in the side since. But I think he was coming back off a long injury at that Bolton game yeah, as well, so you've was. got to feel a bit sorry for him. He was a bit of a bit off the pace but he was a bit. I think he's he's a great player going forward especially yeah. isn't he but the thing is on that right hand side you've got Wes Burns and there's, there's on form at the moment yeah, there's no way you're displacing you Wes can't. Burns no. um, and again I think when Wes was out earlier in the season we really missed out and I think that you see that's when Bond's goals started to dry yeah. up because I think it was even to the casual observer you look at how many of Bond's goals in that came that golden from that came area, from yeah. that area mm. um, nearly all of them probably yeah shall we um, look at emails tweets we should etc., I'll etc. end up talking right up to 6.30 um, I've just had a, a text from uh, Roland what sounded like one of your regular guests Tim oh that was um, Tim Kenny the vulture he deserted you for Ken Bruce for Ken Bruce on Radio Two earlier. Came unstuck when asked for three little mix hits in ten seconds. Oh yes, he did the um, what's that thing on Radio oh, Two? Oh, Popmaster. Pop yes, Master. I, I saw on. Uh, I didn't. I missed it, but I uh, saw on Twitter he'd been on there, and I think he'd um, he'd done quite well up until the three and ten. Yeah, I couldn't tell you three little mix songs either. So if, Tim, little, if little mix walked in here, I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> Um, right, this is in order as they came in Town Life, which is young Julian And um, Town Life is going to be his new show Which is going to be on this station soon Hopefully next month, I think Good evening, GB and Matt My question is, when did the first ever edition of Turnstile Blue come out? I'll stop there It was the 2012-13 season I, want, I couldn't give you an exact date I want to say it was September 2012, and I've got an ominous feeling my phone is going to explode later from the rest of the group yeah. for getting yeah. it completely wrong. But it was definitely 2012, I'm sure, and it was the and, start of the 2012 season. And to push so you good. even further, so you will get some stick now, what was the fixture? <laughs> it was a home fixture, Graham. Well, that, that, well that's, yeah. Okay, so you got like 11 clubs uh, to pick yeah. from. Yeah, who, who was in the championship? I, I honestly, no, I my, my memory is, is terrible. Um, it's something to the, there must be something in the water I have at the Greyhound before um, I go to the game, but I, I can't should have, actually remember that. I part. should have forwarded this tweet to you so you had an answer, <laughs> shouldn't I? Um, Willow, which is uh, his grand's granddaughter, bless him. Uh, Willow sends her love. Um, she's now in transit from Parkhurst to Portland. Uh, she reckons that there's a better radio reception on her stripped down copper wire. <laughs> uh, is he? A, yes, poor girl is. Um, 
continually being moved from penitentiary to penitentiary. I think she's she's too um, bad even for staying in a penitentiary for more than a week. Okay. Um, Ke- <laughs> Kevin Beatty Foundation, that's Malk. Hello, Malk. Hi, all. Great to see the magazine out again on Saturday. Question is, is playoffs now back on after the point at MK Dons and two home games on the bounce coming up? Also thinking with the team, is this going to backfire on us all? Uh, uh, keep up great work, GB, and hope you enjoyed your winnings. Oh, yeah, thank you. I, I, I won a bit on um, um, Beat the Years Back. Ah, excellent. The horse. Excellent. Which is, thanks thanks for that, Mel. Um, I'll buy you a beer when I see you. Uh, right, is it all going to backfire on us? I'm worried about this game on Saturday, but then I'm glass half empty anyway. But thoughts? Yeah. thoughts? I, I, never, I never say it's over until it's mathematically over. I was... At one point, not so long ago, I was thinking, no, we're not going to do it. But there's, there's just, it almost feels like we're, we're gathering momentum at the right time. Mm. Um, but we, we've given ourselves a lot to do. We haven't got a lot of room for error at the moment. Um, I mean, I'm just happy with a strong finish to the season. Uh, football, is, being a football sport is all about emotion for me. So, of course, I'm going to be dreaming that we, we're going to sort of sneak sixth on the last day of the season and then carry that momentum in and, and, and win promotion at Wembley and finally we'll get to the new Wembley of being sort of one of the few teams that hasn't. Um, but if I try and sort of take me, me blue tinted glasses off, it, it's got a hard work. It's not impossible, but it's, yeah, we, we've really got to be tight. And like I said, we need to be at least getting a point from... Saturday. I mean, I'd be happy. I think I said to you in the green room, be happy with four from the next two games. Um, draw on Saturday, win against Cheltenham on Tuesday. Mm. I'd be happy in the short term. But um, fixtures have been going our way as well. You mm. know, everybody's, everybody's, say, even only getting a point on Saturday, other fixtures went our way. We still, that point translated into yes. creeping a point closer. Yeah. You know, and the games in hand are starting to fill in. There's not as much of a, I think. There's, I mean, I think Oxford are now on the same number of games as us, and there's yeah, only teams are only like one or two behind us. There's not this that quite massive gap that we would get we were seeing before Christmas. Mm. You know, certainly not like the amount of games Southampton have got in hand over Ipswich in the uh, women's Southern Premier. But <laughs> yeah, that's going <laughs> to we'll worry us. We'll leave that there. We'll hopefully <laughs> get that in quickly before the end. But. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, we still have Rotherham and Wigan to play, don't we? Let's mm. hope that at least one of them, more likely Rotherham, have uh, sealed their place and aren't too worried mm. because that's that's going to be a Rother- tough Rotherham's end. a hard one. I very hard. One. I mean, I, yeah. I don't. I would be disappointed, but I don't think I'd be surprised if we lose that one because no. they absolutely outplayed us. Yeah, in the season. yeah, big strong outfit. Dean Mitchell, hello, Dean. Uh, Saturday was an interesting experience. Another lovely ground with no one in it. <laughs> there was no way they had more fans. No, um, for those who haven't listened to the Kings of Anglia podcast, there you go. Look, that's a pint you owe me, lads. Um, interview with Kira McKenna and Mark Ashton. I think Mark Ashton did actually intimate that uh, he was convinced there was more Ipswich fans than he there was. He did. I, I listened yeah. to that one I, earlier. And, yeah. Although the, the 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 official attendance says otherwise, but I think they count every single ticket they can find, don't they? Even if I, they don't I, attend. I think they do. Big shout out must go to the drummer. Oh, that's Nathan. There you go, Nathan. You got a shout out. Who kept us all going during the last two games? Please, Caden did. I think Nathan would probably bring his drum to more games, but he's not always allowed to, is he? So no, not always. As if he's going to use it as a weapon. My goodness. Um, please, Caden did well, and Morsi really pushed us up the pitch. 
yeah, can't really argue with that, Dino. No, no. And like I said, Morsey being back on the side made a huge difference. I think he's been, he's been. I think he's been the Morsey we expected under McKenna. He's been the Morsey that Cook promised us. Um, didn't yeah, do. I mean, he started this. He started a good couple of games to start with under Cook, and then he just seemed to fade out, didn't he? But yeah. he's obviously got a new lease of life under yeah. this man. And again, going back to that interview I was talking about, if it's on Kings of Anger, if you do get a chance to listen, um, the, he he seemed the players seem to like McKenna, judging by the the interview. But you, you get the feeling the players are on board yeah. with him, and he. He certainly talks a good game, doesn't he? He does, and I, I, I like him every. T- I, I like him, and every time I hear him speak, I like him more because mm. he just. I mean, some people said that they thought it was a bit dull when he came, and I, I thought that was an unfair assessment, really, because I thought, no, he's measured and calm, and he doesn't think that football fans are idiots, and he will actually talk about the tactics and the thinking behind it, whereas you. Certainly, the previous two managers, Cook and Lambert, you know, it was yeah. all all we've got big characters, but it was all sound bites, and particularly mm. Cook, and sort of acting like he's one of the fans, you know. Mm. But you, our you, inconsistency you, is our consistency, consistency you know, and, <laughs> well, all, and all of this, and these meaningless sound bites, and yeah, then. Yeah. And when he'd be asked a footballing point, he wouldn't explain it. Then he'd be asked a point on something else, and he'd say, "Why well, aren't you here to ask me about the game?" Exactly. You know, I, again, if you listen to a lot of what uh, Stu Watson and and Andy Warren have said, you know, it was very difficult to get a straight answer out of Paul Cook. And yeah. You don't have that problem with McKenna, you know. No, I think he's got quite a dry sense of humour. There, it was quite a good bit where he was joking about um, whether or not sort of how he how he sort of takes things and how he relaxes at home and yeah. he, he he gave an assessment of how he thinks and then he, he then quipped about we have to ask his wife <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's actually an accurate assessment or not you yeah. know I think he's not not dull at all and I think I think he, it was also interesting when he talked after the game on Saturday about uh, you know he's honest enough to him because they were on top for the first 15 odd minutes and uh, it, he was honest enough to say you know it caught me a bit by surprise this wasn't the way I was expecting them to set up and he had to tinker with it but, mm. but he admitted he tinkered with it and from then on we started to take over the game yeah. and that's and really interesting for you know for fans that's an interesting thing to say you know yeah. I'd much rather hear that than yeah. like the, the, the meaningless kind of sound bites that you get out of yeah. the big characters that we've had in recent yeah. years and go back as far as Mick as well yeah, really, no. for that no, no. you know I, I like McKenna and I can see why the players are buying into what he's saying and you can see why he's come highly rated I mean let's put it this way before he was coaching our players, he was coaching Cristiano Ronaldo and oh, Paul no. Pogba. Yeah, yeah. You know, so just make it out what you will. And and I think and you you read some of the Manchester press and a lot of the noise that's come from fans blaming him for the current situation. Yeah. It seems to be very unjustified. Yeah, exactly. Especially um, as 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 soon as he left, it didn't get any better, did it? Well, well, quite. Um, slower ball. Good evening, Grakers. Good evening, Makers. Love the show. Um, chapeau to the club for their recently announced partnership with Her Game 2 absolutely no doubt the complaints from certain sections will only go to further prove the need for such an initiative absolutely agree there slower 9 out of the 24 person squad are out of contract or will see their loan spells come to an end at the end of this campaign who would the panel keep and who would you jettison a reminder Carol Norwood Simpson Jackson Aluku He's got deals ending. Beckinson, Thompson, Bond, Selena. Loan spell expires. Uh, very good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Romeo Zondervan. Oh, yes, another Dutchman. Thank you for that, Slower. Um, thoughts? Um, I mean, I've not seen enough of Thompson yet. I mean, he's 
he's looked solid down that left hand side. I mean, I've only I've only seen him in the last home game, you know, but he seems to he seems to have got a, a fair comment when he's played for us so far. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm surprised Selena came back in the first place. I can't see him coming here permanently. Um, Bon, I still, I'd still like to see us get Bon permanently. I know his goals were dried up a bit, but he's, I think he's had some off-field stuff going on as well. So, I think as a long-term prospect, and he clearly wants to be here and play for the club and buys into it. Mm. Um, Norwood and Jackson, I can see moving on. Really? Um, yeah, I, oh, I can see Jackson. Well, just because I don't Nor- think he's going to get in. Norwood, possibly. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd like to be wrong about that because I think he's he's useful. Um, but I just I just don't know if sort of we're at the point where it might be a we're just going to see him out. I'm disappointed that we're going to lose him on a free. Simpson seems a weird one. Yeah, there's something going on there, yep, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah, I I'd like to see Simpson stay. Whether Simpson would like to see Simpson stay yeah, is a massive for debate. I think that's isn't it? very strange, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Aluku, I love Aluku. I'd like to see Aluku get a longer. I know he's an older player, and he had what was quite possibly one of the most shocking debuts. Ever. Yeah, but exactly. And you thought, what what the I hell? I was thinking yeah. honestly, but then he he wasn't match fit, and he sort of chucked in. He's He's been brilliant, really, hasn't Absolutely. he? And I, yeah. I think he, another short-term deal, maybe. But I'd like to see um, a Luke stay on. Yeah, definitely sure. out of all that lot. I'd, yeah, yeah, just because he's just such a great player. Plus, player Selena's a luxury. I think it's a luxury. Possibly we've not been able to afford in recent games because mm. he does stroll around like he's the best player in League One. And doesn't always. He's been a bit lazy, True. but when but, when he does good stuff, cool, is it good? I've got to ask you quickly. Two games coming up. What are your predictions? I'm going to say one all for. Um, Saturday and I'm going to be confident to say 3 0 for Cheltenham on Tuesday. Right. Well, four points. Uh, yeah, four, four points. points. So I'll we just hope, points. as Malcolm says, we hope it doesn't all blow up in our faces. Yeah. It would be a horrible time to do. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Till next week. Thanks, Matt. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye.